You're listening to Dave Miller's Market Edge Sports Show, a show dedicated to helping you bury your bookie and capitalize on the betting markets. There you go. Who has sharp questions? Busy weekend coming. Already looking into the games tomorrow. There's quite a few. Pretty excited about that. A lot of games. This will take me a lot of... This will take me three or four hours to look at, at least. All right, first question. Sharp questions only. Questions only, guys. Got my Red Bull, and I'm ready. Please don't say any crazy stuff, guys. I want to just answer sharp questions. If you don't have any, I'll assume you guys know everything. All right. Jazz plus 1600 don't know what that is to win it all I guess seems high put me in for some of that okay what does it take to be sharp a lot of discipline some good instincts good bankroll management and obviously you have to, in anything, in anything in life, you have to work hard if you really want it. So work hard, follow me, I'll give you a lot of tips. And try to, try to just get your foundation, try to get your foundation, good foundation. Oh, let's see here. Hey, you guys. Okay. Work hard at it, though. That's, that's probably tip number one, work hard. Hey, hey. All right, guys. Any- any questions? I need locks. No, we don't do locks. We don't do. There's no locks here. When you're okay, here's a question: When you're valuing a game versus another game, what makes you say I'm gonna go wager two units on that game, one on the? We we answered that kind of last video, but basically, the more I think that it's actually no. The other question was, how do you decide when to add? So this is a little different. Um, basically. How 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 far you think the line is off? That's that's how I decide one unit, one and a half or two units. Yesterday, both two unit plays lost, so happens. But I, I felt both of them were off, <clears throat> and so I went heavy on those two. But it didn't work out. But in the long run, it does. And then if one of those one and a half or two unit plays gets better. Um, I'll, I'll, then I'll add even more. Meaning the line reverse moves. It doesn't go the way that, that I think it's going to go. When you get a good streak of winning, do you decrease your units? Let's say three units to two and a half or twos. Uh, when you're winning, it's usually the opposite. That's what people do. But I pretty much stay consistent. Uh, that's a good question. Because it's kind of weird you said, would you decrease when you're winning? But I just, I, I stay the same. But I try not to get too overconfident. Because I was, I was talking about that the other day too. You don't want to, as you're winning, think you know everything. And, and all the things that got you the good streak kind of go out the window. So try to keep a level head doing, especially in this business. All right, here you go. Do you plan on betting the early lines during March Madness? Really good question. I've been thinking about that. Here's the here's the thing. Usually in our bets we're contrarian and like so we're taking the teams that aren't very desired 
usually, not always. <clears throat> Today we have two real public plays in NBA, but I think they're going to win. I think, or they have good value, sorry. Not win, good value. But in March Madness, there's so, many, there's so much money coming in now, especially with the legalization. I really don't plan on betting early in March Madness. Maybe I'll have zero bets early this year. Try that. Because last year I had a, last year I had a bunch of shaky closes, and I felt like the obvious ones, the obvious contrarian spots, I felt like every single one got better last year. And so I was just, I was just thinking, why did I bet any of these early? And then, and then I felt like two years ago, too, the same thing happened on most of them, not all. But last year I felt like every single one got better. So it just, it, it made me question if betting early even had value. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on trap lines? Is there value to bet the other side? I, like go contrarian? I don't think there's really trap lines because anyone could bet both either side. And, uh, you know, you could click your bet in on either side. So I don't think there's really a trap. You mean like betting games that seem too obvious? If that's what you, is that what you, is that what, getting a lot of messages, sorry. Uh, whenever one looks obvious, you're saying, is there value betting the other side? Usually when a bet looks like it's free money, yeah. When it looks too uh, or too good to be true, in the long run, the other side is probably the way to go. If you're if you're more of an amateur better, but like today, one of these looks looks like a total sucker bet, and it looks like the public's gonna be on this side for sure. And I and I loaded up on it, so I don't know. But let's see. Stop it. When a line when a line moves one point or two points on your favor. Do you press the bet? Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what happened with Nebraska today. So I'm I'm in that one a lot at worst prices and also at 13 and a half. Uh, and if it if it loses, it loses. But but I just I stand I I stand strong with my strategies and and yeah, I just keep pressing. But remember, it's all it's all it's all relative to your unit size. So if you're a hundred dollar better. You really don't, in, in any situation, no matter how it's moving or how good you feel about the play, you really don't want to have more. And this is your absolute best situation. So it's your top play. The line keeps getting better. You really don't want to have more than four units on on anything. So, but I would say one or one, I would say one or two percent. Uh, just off the top, and then and then you can even start adding a half a percent as it's getting better, if that makes sense. Or if, or if injury information is coming out in your favor and you feel like and you feel like the line is not really moving, or you have some type of market angle, like you want to lay five and it's five and a half, you know, to six, then that would be another then that would be another spot where. Even though you're planning to go only one or two percent when the minus five was widely available, as your as your overall value because the whole market's moving, as your value gets better, then you can expose yourself more on that side. <clears throat> Are we more likely to see positive EV work sooner for smaller odds rather than yeah? Yeah, that's a, it's a sharp question. You, <clears throat> let me repeat your question. Are we more likely to see positive EV work sooner for smaller odds rather than larger ones at plus 500, etc.? Here's here's the thing. 
coin flips play themselves out faster. So let's say let's say let's say that you're betting. Let's give an example. Let's say that you're you've got you've got plus one ten on a coin flip. Not only I wouldn't say it plays itself out faster, but the variance is definitely lower than betting things that. Let's say you're getting plus five hundred. Let's say you're getting plus five hundred on it, and it's let's say the break evens four seventy. You're gonna have crazy swings there. I mean, I I don't know the math, but critical notice. I would say you could you could be down in that situation like a hundred and twenty, hundred twenty units or something. But on a coin flip, if it's a true plus one ten on something that's even money, it would be hard to be down even like twenty five units. So I so I would say to answer the question, the variance is the variance is lower. Which anytime you're trying to build your bankroll up in anything, you 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 want thing, you want to get your money in not only on things that have a higher edge, but on things that have lower variance. If that makes sense, um, I can give some examples. Back when I played video poker, we all pretty much had we all had the bankroll. Well, most of the time we would have the bankroll to play certain certain games or certain, you know, sometimes we'd have to bet like $100 on a $2, 10 play or something, but we would all combine our money if we all knew each other sitting there at the machines or we would do a saver on the, on the Royal Flush. So if he hits the Royal Flush or she hits whatever, then they would give everyone else a certain amount. We would do anything to cut the variance down and, and cutting the variance down just leads to a better lifestyle because human nature, the bigger the swings that we're going to have, you know, it, this carries over to the rest of our life. And, and now one thing though, on those plus 500s, you can run like God and be up a hundred units really quick. Sure. That feels good, but you can now, when you're up a hundred units, get careless because you just ran so good that you're, it's, it's like giving the 18 year old millions of dollars. He's just like, what do I do? I, oh my God. You know, and, and bad choices could be made there. Not saying that, not saying that you guys would make bad bets if if you cleared a hundred units right away when your expected was only like five units. But most of the time, we tend to do this. So sorry to go on and on about that question. What what for odds range do you play? Can you elaborate on that? I'm going to answer all of these questions that are sharp. How to minimize risk when betting. Like we said, the things that are closer to a coin flip, um, obviously the higher your edge in theory, the this is better because whenever your edge is higher, you're gonna have you're gonna have less you're gonna have less swings. Because as as you're hitting them or and getting through the volume, it's in theory you you're going to lose less units on the downers. So for example, I'll give you an example. Let's say something is supposed to be even money and I get plus 170, right? And I can just keep getting this over and over all that. You, you can't even be down. I don't even think you can be down 10, 10 units, you know, because plus 170 on a coin flip, this is, just keep giving me this. And if someone down 10 units, I mean, keep this going for the, for the rest of my life if I can get this. So the bigger your edge will, will help with that so look for market discrepancies in your in your local apps or i would i wouldn't focus 
Nowadays, I wouldn't focus on, on the offshore books, things out of the country. I would focus on the companies in the U.S. on the apps. Uh, this is where you're going to find these. Because, because the offshores have been broken in for years. Guys have been targeting them for years. So, so they're more sophisticated. They've seen it all. These, these apps that are coming out now, uh, there's like 30 of them here in Colorado, they haven't seen it all. So you can, you can find one high edge after another if you really look for it and dedicate yourself to this. How many games wagers should I be doing a, a day? I have a $30,000 bankroll. It's kind of a tough question. Uh, you should be betting, I would say three to three to 500 a game. Always look for an extra half point, And I recommend having f at least five or six companies. And before you make every single bet, check the price on all of them and make sure you're taking the best price and also get your deposit bonus. This will help you guys out. Because in theory, if, if you can get, f this is crazy. If you can get, if you have five or six apps and you can get five or six deposit bonuses, you could almost never dip into your principal if you think about it. Let's say you're $500 better and you go 6,000 times five uh, or 5,000 times six. And let's Half say time. each one gives you a thousand average, we'll say, you've already got a $5,000 head start. So if you're a three to $500 better and, and have half a brain, you're never even gonna dip into your principal you know, 80% chance you never even dip into your own 30,000, meaning your bank will never goes below 30. I mean, some of your accounts might go down to three or whatever, one will go up to seven, but you'll never tap into your 30 if you can do, if you do it correctly. This is some fire, by the way, guys. If I had all this when I first started, I don't know, maybe I've even got more money. To gamble as a business, is it more profitable to have a group syndicate or to work alone? Good question. De depends who your friends syndicate are, but uh, probably alone. One, you don't have to. Well, it's I, I prefer I like to have my own money and bet my own money. And, and and I try not to I try not to pool my money with people and things. But I think having a group that you can kind of all share information is strong. So I'll say the group. But I feel each person should kind of be betting on their own to avoid confusion. And what if one guy works harder than the other? Um, and and the, thing, the thing about this that's different than my video poker example, you can bet a dollar all the way to whatever, you know, probably more than, than you're betting. I don't, I don't know your bankroll, but um, so you really don't need a group to share money with here. You know, but if but if let's say every app said it's a two thousand dollar minimum bet, then then you would need the group. So I say a group, bounce ideas off of each other, go into the problem with forums and stuff like that. It, there's so much bad information that, let's say you go into it and you and you actually do your homework and you have a good foundation. Those forums can mess your foundation up. I I know that for a fact, because I used to read some of the stuff in there and like people really agreed on things that were for sure wrong, and I and I remember thinking. Okay, I'm never going in these forums to for an important decision because I don't I don't trust them. But yeah, the group in any in anything it's, it's nice to a, a hungry group, a group of hungry lions. I would I would do the roar, but you guys probably want me to. A group of hungry lions, not a group of people that aren't motivated. <clears throat> All right, like Pacific last night, <laughs> rough game. Also the other one. Uh, 
what was the other one? Marshall. How much does your sports fan mind talk you out of a bet? See, I don't have that problem, really. I really don't. Because this is why I, I feel you shouldn't obsessively watch every game. He's, that's a good question. Because you will talk yourself off of clear-cut value plays, just leveling yourself. It's like information over, overload where you, you just go in circles. And this, this also can happen in anything in life. You can, your instincts could tell you, oh, this is a really, in, in anything, oh, this is good, this is bad. And you just, you're, rather than just go off of the base model in sports betting or, or your instincts, or you know this is a good, you can level yourself. And so you don't want to miss value because you're, you're a sports fan. Don't miss value. Stick to your, to your basics. Stick to what is working for you. No, trust me, nobody's watching games off the TV and that's working. That doesn't work. I mean, the only, the only way that would work is you're just seeing them bash one team and they're, oh, they're dead. They're, and then you just notice the line move two points and, you've, and you fade the move. Stuff like that would work. But if you, have, if you have a good base strategy, too much information is just going put to you, put you in circles. So... Like yesterday's Cleveland State at minus one at Detroit, I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I know it's all about positive EV, but as an estimation, what percentage of days annually would you say you win? <clears throat> well, half time. Yeah. That's a good question. Here, it's yeah. I don't. I'd have to think about that. Let me think about that while I'm answering the other questions. What is the game you are mentioning? Halftime. Which game? Halftime. Sorry. Sorry, I just if, if I knew what, what that meant, what game? No, he he was talking about Detroit and Cleveland State. I was saying I lost. I went six and seven yesterday, but I had two two unit plays that lost, plus the juice, so I lost. And then I lost my one and a half unit play. So I lost like, even though I went six and seven, it was like four and a half or, or five base units. And then he was talking about some random game. So I don't know, but I'm gonna post this. So you guys can watch it. Alexis sent me your pick today. They, they said Dave all over. I'm gonna read this. It just came on the live feed. Wasn't sure if you said it. Alexis even talking about our picks. That should tell you something. What are your thoughts on Georgia State Minus six and a half. Georgia State minus six and a half. We have that. We have minus six. Half time. Even though I said I wouldn't talk about specific picks. We have that one. We have five. We have, we have five. No, we have six NBA and we have three college, which is weird. We usually have more college. I think there's some good spots today. We have Georgia State, but we have six. I gave that out last night. It's is betting on soccer harder than basketball? Yeah, it is. I think I think betting on soccer in the exchanges is better. So um, you can you can bet at so Betfair, Matchbook, but it's it's just not it's not as liquid. It basically Americans. I'm talking about our landscape over in Europe. It's completely different. So you guys don't crush me. But over here, betting betting football and basketball is easier. Over there, it's it's probably the reverse, you know. So, 
I've 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 never I've never gotten into soccer or been land based in Europe, so I don't I can't comment on something I don't know about. But the people that I do know over there, they're all about soccer, and it's crazy that even they find really good arbitrages too off of Betfair and Matchbook and whatever the other exchanges are called. They can they can arb games off of there to just Chris and Pinnacle, and this is mostly soccer they're doing because it's so liquid. When things when when the volume goes up, these opportunities are more available in anything. Um, and percentage of days I, I win here, like let's let's say it's it's college and, and pro, it's probably with all the market angles I'm finding here, it's four and a half days a week probably out of the seven. How many games should I wager per day? I have a thirty. 30,000 bankroll. My small wager is half unit and my big bet is three units. See, that's a little on this was some fire and hopefully it's still good. If you do that on an on on an overnight game, it's 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 not balanced. I would do I would do I would do I would do and then a half a half unit is kind of do you really believe in the play at that point? I would I would do one. Man, uh, let's see. Anyway, what tools or software would help you on your daily betting routine? There's a lot of stuff out there. It depends what you're, what exactly you're looking at. But my main go-to is is Don Best. I pay a lot for it. It's like I don't know. It's a lot. I think it's like five to seven hundred a month, but it's worth it. That's what I I use. But there's a lot of free stuff out there. You could even go on on Roto World. I know that's good. Uh, for information, so check that out. Do you ever count cards, blackjack? Never really got into it. I tried to play the single deck, the sing the single deck machines. So they were they were the machines with single deck, and I tried to just do that a little bit, but just because I was trying to get points for something to get my to get one of the one of my tier scores up, but but I have played basic strategy. Blackjack and things, but I've never been a card counter. I do know I do know basic blackjack strategy though. Uh, most of the people that I know know that, even though none of us are blackjack players, we know it for because there's certain times where you want to show action in the casinos, and this is a good way to do it to be right under 100. percent So most of the guys I know know basic strategy blackjack. Did you tell Alexa to play Georgia State minus six? <laughs> I don't know. You got me. Yeah, you can join. Any teams as consider no, because it's spread dependent. So this is hard. I mean, you could say this team's underperforming and then look to play them, or this team's overperforming and look to fade them. That might that works for you. I need a game a lot. We don't do locks. It's none of that. This is a good one. What's the most tolerant app for NBA Critical player notice. props? It's hard, man. This is this is the struggle. The struggle's real. But test them all out. None of them really. If you know if you if you're getting your money in good, no. You put what's the most tolerant app for NBA player props? This is where you're gonna need a lot of family members after you get banned. 
Sharpest U.S. book versus Square. The sharpest U.S. one, well, it has to be Circa now. And the most square, well, I could just pick a small casino in Vegas or in Reno, but you're talking about the app. Probably the squarest app. Man, got me on the, got me. The squarest. Well, Treasure Island. <laughs> it's got, there's one guy in the back, his lines are moving. And sorry if anyone works at Treasure Island. There's literally one guy in the back and he's like, he looks, he looks like he can't even see the screen. when Because you can kind of see it out of the side. Anytime there's one guy in the back and he keeps walking around during the time the lines are moving. <laughs> so Treasure Island. Sports Insider Radio, thanks. What was it? Stay here. Oh, I didn't miss it. I answered your question. Put it again. I, I thought I answered it. Because I've been scrolling down. Unless it's when it froze. Are you ever going to come to Atlantic City and beat the closing line in New Jersey? <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Keep it simple. Yeah, that's right. What's next for you? Any thoughts on the upcoming MLB season? Also, are you looking for any interns? Hopefully they play baseball. Interns, I, I don't kind of have a couple of them now. It got to that point. Do you bet MMA? Not really. I'm not. I, I have been for the promotions. Pay attention, guys, because DraftKings and FanDuel always has really good promotions. And you can almost pick either side on on a fight. So here's what you do. Whatever the promotion is, you look at the promotion. Now, if let's say they go, hey, you get a refund if your fighter gets knocked out. Yeah, they do stuff like that. Just just look at the prices and let's say one of them is breaking even in the market. Just take that side of the fight, if that makes sense. So you so you so you key the sharp spots. Take a break even fighter, right? So you, so the bets break even in theory. But if he gets knocked out, you get a thousand back, or you get it's up to a thousand. I always just pick a, one fighter on all of them for a thousand, and so you have like six break-even MMA fights, or some even have an edge, and then you'll get back like your whoever gets knocked out. So this is a huge one. They do that. FanDuel and DraftKings are, are good at those at the fight promos. Um, so or 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 the random boosts. You just take whatever they boost you. So you just blindly take the boost. But it's a small limit, but still, it's it's free money, basically, in the long run. Soccer's harder in the U.S. because less liquid. We, we actually went over that. These are good questions. How do you feel about free money, house money, and hedging? Free money. Actually, some of these promos are free money. That's why I'm telling you guys, don't have your head in the sand. Read, read the promos. This is my problem too. I, I always, I, I miss so many of them. But all these boosts, I mean, you should just auto-click all of it, no matter what it is. Will this player get 23 points? They'll, they'll boost, or over 23, they'll boost it from plus 190 and they'll give you plus 280. Just, just hit it. Because it's always a plus EV bet, the boosts. The boosts are always plus EV, in case you guys didn't know that. And that's why they're boosting it because their base, their base price, 
is the market rate or a little bit under, and then the boost always puts it over 100%. Do you ever look for in-game discrepancies in Bet Live? Any discrepancy I'm pretty much trying to look at, except those player props. I, I quit doing, I, I give up. I give up on those. Because like he said, that's why I smiled when he asked, when he asked the question. I was like, oh, geez. All of them give you heat. NHL, not much. Timberwolves plus three, let's go. Learn a lot from you. Keep the knowledge coming. By the way, that's not one of my picks. But I'm just, if you, if you have a read on it, go. What time do you go to sleep and what time do you wake up? Can I bleed the fifth on that one? It's too late lately, man. It's too late on, too late. I use Don Best. How do you see the spreads? <clears throat> what sport do you believe to be the most sharp? It's gotta be. It's gotta be the NFL openers or not openers, but midweek, and then it gets crazy on the weekend where you can, like I said in the other video, I feel you can almost go contrarian right around post and have an edge. I think the NFL market is the most efficient on on Friday morning, in my opinion. So one thing I, I'm, I've gotten into is whatever it is Friday morning, just print that or screenshot that. And the ones that move the most, try that. Watch, you can thank me later. But a lot of times you will see You'll see it a little bit off on openers or Monday. So I, I, I know I just said openers, but I, I meant kind of like when they're bet into by the early money. But all that goes out the window Friday night because this is when you're, you're going to get more recreational money, amateurs. But by the time Friday morning lines are there, this is usually sharper betters. So this is why this is kind of a good um, base. To, and, and never take worse than those prices. So if you're staring at a game plus three Friday morning, you really have to, you have to question, you know, is, is plus two good on, on Sunday morning? But plus three and a half, go ahead and fire that one almost blindly. Shop around, look for a, an even money or four, but th this is something I've been thinking about. Uh, are you on Timberwolves today? No. What are your thoughts on live betting top teams when they are losing the second half? For example, UCLA versus Oregon yesterday. Why are you hitting a nerve? Why are you hitting a nerve? Uh, the going rate, usually there's, back in the day, there was always a skew on those where the public's betting the, the comeback for the, for the top team to come back. But now it's more algorithm-based and it's it has less to do with public money coming in and this, but it's usually it's usually not the way to go. You, you want to bet the opposite of what you're saying. Because think about it, the masses are doing this. So if the masses are doing something, you you wanna, you don't wanna do what they're doing, if that makes sense. But like I said, being more algorithm, algorithm based now, it's something, you would worry about this less and more your price. So do it if you have a good price, I guess is what I'm saying. Thanks for half unit versus one unit option. I needed that little put. Yeah, because it is your half unit play, do you really believe in it? Should you even be invested at that point? Because I feel everything should at least have one unit. Otherwise, it just be, a half unit is kind of a lean, and at that point, notice. let it get a, a half point or a point better and just put the one unit half on. Half time. 
And it also comes down with your time. Like, let's say tomorrow there's a million games. I'm pretty excited, by the way, about tomorrow. Let's say there's a million games tomorrow and you're focusing on a game for a half unit and, and staring at it. And this is, this is, this is, this is, this is a situation you probably shouldn't wish you, you shouldn't focus on that game is what I'm saying. Focus on those other ones that you, that you want two units on because there could be first half opportunities there. There could be, you know, in play, there could be other ways that, that, that other, other ways to make money. I guess I'm speaking, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have like 25 plays to 30. So if I, if I mark half unit next to one and there's all these games moving and I, and I have two units or one and a half or one, I don't, this game should not tie up my attention on a, on a profitable day like this. So that's, that's where I'm getting at. Do you enjoy betting or is it just a job? I enjoy it. Thank God, right? Otherwise, how would I, how would I, how would I have survived? The squarest app was Twin, Twin Spire. They just went under. We had, we had a, like, five, we had a, five or six of those. They all got cut. They all got cut. I mean, they, we were able to make a few bucks. We have five or six of every, every most apps. Half time. We're able to make, we're able to make. Half time. A few bucks, but it, yeah, they were very paranoid. They were paranoid for sure. But they did take a couple thousand and for a minute. But they were very, they were very quick to cut you down to like. At first, they would cut you to five hundred, and then and then they would just put two hundred, and it's like oh, this isn't worth it anymore. How do you pick the spreads you like? That's a that's this is, this is a long question. This is a lot. If starting with a small bankroll, how long do you think it would take to make it a full-time job? Two things, it depends how small your bankroll is, slash betting unit size, and do you have a market, do you have a hustle where you can get a lot of volume in on market discrepancies? Because opinion betting with a super small bankroll is, Getting your feet off the ground is, is hard. You need some type of market discrepancy based thing if your bank, like super small. I mean, if you have like 500 bucks, you, you need some help. Or you need, Half time. you need to, I guess you could make bets for 10 or $20 just to kind of learn what's going on and, and practice good habits. But for example, if you have a $500 bankroll and you have something where you found market inefficiencies I'll, I'll say what he's saying even though player props the guy was saying he's obviously had heat in player props you could tie up your whole 500 dollars in player props in like 30 minutes i mean off of 10 dollars you fire off 50 bets in 10 minutes 20 minutes and your ev there is actually if you know what you're doing 100 bucks so you do that like wow now I got 600 next day raise your bet a little bit wow now I got whatever it is seven tens half time so and, and there's not much risk on those but they cut you quick real quick but you might be able to try that maybe try that but like I said you need something high volume where where basically your whole 500 is you have like 46 units bet on different things 
or, or you have like, not 46 units, 46 beds, then it's doable. Oh man, this is great, this is great. Because it's all about expected value. So if you put your whole 500 on one opinion pick, the world's best make 2% on their opinion on the day of the game, probably 3%. I know I could see Billy Walters numbers before and the other guys, the Russian people. They were all at like 3% in the long run, 2%. And so your $500 bet, your EV is 10 bucks. I mean, so you didn't make any money. You know, so this is hard. This is hard. But I believe in you. It's a lot. Louisiana has crazy promos. Everyone listen to this. Bet five and win 200 if LSU Kentucky makes a three-pointer. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. And this is blowing a boost out of the water. It's like, But if that's the sign-up bonus, that's pretty weak. That's not that great. Uh, but if, And I think that's the sign-up bonus. So you would need... I would look more for a deposit bonus instead. You know, put five and get 500 or 1,000. Do you still work with the team of people? I am the team. I remember one time I was at Palms and I was with my friend, right? And he didn't know anything about boxing. And Mayweather was there, it was pretty cool. And and my my friend goes, this older guy, he goes, Are you are you with the team with the team? You guys a team? And he goes, I am the team. I was like, Yes. That was great. Would you wait to live Wait, what is, would you wait to live bet to get a better line? I mean, this, this comes down to, do your companies have bigger discrepancies? The other problem is they juice you more on the live betting. So this is, this is tough, but, um, and, and you might think that it's a good spot, but it's, I, it's all price shopping in the in at that second, so you could do that, but in but what exactly is a better line? Like, do you want them to be down and you could just okay I, instead of plus four I got plus six? Is that what you're trying to do, or, or are you talking about which one would you get the better price? And then this comes down to what companies you have. Um, not sure about Nebraska. I, I bet it if it loses, whatever. Um, it seems like the sharps affect the lines early in the morning, but some say, some say the late line move is most, most important, but it still seems like the early line move indicates how the game will unfold. Yeah, but there, but let's say I bet, let's say I bet like more, if I would, if I bet just a little bit more on my plays than I do now. I don't think I would bet early. I would I would wait till the limits go up. So, it's tricky. Um, it, it's it's really tricky because let's say you're some guy with a hundred million, but you know what you're doing. You're never gonna bet the or overnights because the limits are literally like peanuts to you. But right before the game, you can get the most down. So, you do have sharp guys there within an hour i mean you can you can get quite a bit down on these games even a college game you could get down you could get down yeah like forty thousand. right so it makes sense for a guy with 100 million to wait if he has an edge on his picks but but a lot of the plays that he's eyeing will get will in the long run get worse 
Fine. Uh, but I'm sure that person would have discipline to pass. So, or just still perceive it as an edge at a half point worse. I, I don't know what's running through this person's mind. But for myself, I'm betting enough where I bet overnight. And, and I'll tell you guys, I don't care. My, my average overnight, I get like five to 7,000 on, on each one of these ones I give you. So this is enough for me. And then I'll add to the ones that are same or better. But if I was a, if I wanted 20,000 on everything and was like, I need this much, I would go about things differently. So Fine. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good question. But the, the close, the actual close is the closest thing probably to a coin flip in theory, because everybody's had their say at that point. birthday's coming up out of all the plays you give out daily is there ever just that one that's a closest thing to a lock for sure win yeah i mean well i hate that word lock or for sure win but it's you perceive it as as a more valuable play so that's when you would go more two units one and a half and then it's a sliding scale to what the market's dealing so i got in trouble on two games yesterday um that Marshall and Pacific, yeah, and it happens. But usually, yeah, when you when you're going with whatever strategy you're looking at, this is this is it. This is the spot. Don't call it a lock, though. Please, nobody use that word lock. Also, don't hedge. When something's a perceived lock, it, it's not a lock. But you should go a couple units at least, and hopefully you have a good price, like I did on those two plays yesterday. They lost. Then you really go more. So you go, if you do one or two units, you can go up to four, if the price is good too. And of course I had the nuts on both of those at Pinnacle compared to the rest of the whole market. And, and, it, and they, it, they just, I don't know. Well, Marshall was, was, on, was, was a bad beat, but still, it doesn't matter how the game ends, but we're not talking about that. We need, we need, we need to get on the end good, so. Yeah, I would say you could you could press those ones to four units, price dependent. He says, do, do, does Pinnacle have the sharpest lines? I don't. I think it's bet, Chris. But I don't know. I mean, I haven't tracked exactly where you know. Some people obsess over that stuff. If you have a small bankroll, how long would it take to build a bankroll to make a full time job? We just went over that about five minutes ago. I'm gonna post this, rewatch it. It, it's been nothing but fire. I don't mean to, this video has been nothing but fire though, I think. And if I was starting, I would love to see this video. <clears throat> Referring to Moneyline, do you bet live on your original bets, especially if they turn into an underdog during the game? I bet, I can, I bet even if, I bet even if they're a favorite. In another video I told you, if, if I bet a game pick them, I'll lay 15 and a half in the third quarter or the second half if if I'm supposed to, you know. So, yeah, yes, I do. <clears throat> What's the minimum percentage of beating Pinnacle slash Circa, etc.? closing line value to be profitable? And is that enough measurement to profitable? If you're constantly beating the line, forget about what's happening in the game. If you're constantly beating the line, you've, you've found something. And, and if you run bad on the actual result, don't let that discourage you. If, like, give me the guy who's, who's given me nine that close good out of 10 
constantly, or that's ambitious, seven out of 10. And I, that's all I want. I don't want, Fine. I don't care if someone's won 20 picks in a row, but have, has closed bad. I, I could care less about that guy's picks. Seriously, that's the way it works. Because every, like we just said in that other guy's question or girl, everyone's had their say by the time it closes. And this market is huge, huge. This market's huge. The sports betting market and these companies don't back winners out that you just said and have dealt with the sharpest guys alive. So give me the guy who keeps closing good. Like tonight, I took, I took, uh, give, if, if my two free plays close good and I lose, I, I don't lose any sleep. But if they close bad and, and win, I question, man, how, how did you have that misread? So if that makes sense. And I have, I have a misread tonight. Um, I have one that's like, or no, yeah, one, we'll call it one. There's one misread. So we'll see what happens. I'll add to it though. Halftime. Also, they say a lot. Also, they say a line freeze is supposed to favor the favorite, but I've realized line freezes favor the dogs. Like today's Northwestern plus one and a half froze at Penn State. Let's try this again. Also, they say a line freeze is supposed to favor the favorite. So you mean that the, the books took it off the board, but have realized line freezes favor the dogs. Wow. First question that I'm going, WTF, maybe went over my head. I don't, I don't know. First time I'm gonna say I don't know to a question that could be basic. How many months did it take you to realize you are good at sports betting? What was your my starting bankroll was was pretty decent, but I knew I was good at just hearing the guy talk for an hour that trained me because we were doing only arbitrage. So there's no way to you, there is no ego. There's no I know what I'm doing. When you do arbitrage and then the guy's literally showing you, go here, go there, do this. There's no there's nothing to there's nothing to. There's nothing where you need to decide, wow, is, do I know my, my stuff here? Because he just told me I could do this and it was all, it was 100% arbitrage. So within an hour of hearing the strategy, I knew, oh, this is gonna work. You know, because he was doing it, the guy that taught me. So when you, so I recommend that to a lot of you guys trying to get into this, start with arbitrages. You, you have no excuse in the US, you have, in a, in a state that has it legal, there's so many companies do arbitrage. You can find this, trust me, I find it daily. But you take even money and then on the other app, take plus 115 on the team they're playing and make money no matter who wins the game. It's, it's a great life. What was your biggest win? I've made 100,000 a day. My biggest win ever was 175,000 in, in, in a week at the Venetian, we were doing video poker, but in sports betting, Halftime. Um, so I've had a lot of them this year. I, I mean, I don't know the dollar amount to the time, but it's, I've made a lot of, a lot of effing money. Life's good. Hopefully, hopefully it continues. And I am on a heater the last 13, 13 days. I think I've given pregame. We've, 
It was it was like 37 units after yesterday. It's like 32. So that's a sick heater. I mean, even if I lost, but let's say three weeks went by and I lost back 10 units slowly or whatever, or that's still a sick heater. Half time. I, would, I would say if you guys can clear, realistically in, in basketball with, with college and pro, if you guys can clear average, and this is average, so you're gonna have, you're gonna go like, I went up 35, you know, I've gone down 15 before. One time, like four years ago, I went down 35 units in a month. I would say long run, if you can clear, if you can clear a couple of units average a week, just in, in infinite years, which is EV basically, long run, expected value. I would say that's a full-time job, two units a week, average. But you, it's hard to track it because you have to, you have to know. Okay, you're gonna drop twenty. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna look like you're God. Oh my God, I can't be stopped. Then you're at your low point. I can't pick a winner. Every game's going it. So this is tough to deal with. But it, two units a week, I, I don't think. I think this is this is professional level, and that's if you're if you're college and pro. Now, if you if you're if if you're at the highest levels of picking winners and you bet only college overnight basketball, then I would say more than that. But beating NBA just for a unit a week would be, if that was your true expected value, one unit a week, this would be a, an elite pro. Because a lot of the books are, they say nobody really beats NBA. I, I definitely beat it. They say nobody beats NBA. It's such a small percentage Half of people. Time. So if you could clear one unit a week during the season, which would come out to, I don't know, what's the math on that? What is it, like five? Oh, this, yeah, this would be huge, 20 units a year in NBA. Yeah, so maybe it's a half a unit. I don't know what it is, but but you, because people are out there, I clear five half units a week. It's just not realistic. It's not realistic. You, you can't, you're not going to do that. And you might do it. I mean, you'll have, you'll have, you could even go an entire year cl clearing five units a week because you're on a heater. Uh, but you're, we're we're talking Fine. about expected value here. And a few years ago, I cleared I cleared sixty seven units in a month with college and and pro, and I felt like God. I was like, wow. But then you're gonna have, then you're gonna you might drop back twenty five units. Then you break even for five months. But the expected of to clear a couple of units a week, you're at the highest levels of this business. I'm talking about. I'm talking about to the going rate. If you can beat widely available numbers for this, then not you can quit your job if you want. But if you think about it, you're not going to know until you have a massive sample size, and this takes years. This takes this takes four or five years to know I truly have an edge, you know. Or or you're just closing real good over and over, and you're onto something. Nobody knows what Billy Walters is doing still, and he's. I've, I've reversed engineered his plays. I've, I've, I can get his play. I get his plays, but I can't figure out what he's looking at. He's all over the place. I don't know what he's looking at. So if you if become like him, find certain things that nobody's looking at, and close good and quit your job. Wow, that was the longest I spent on a question. How much of a bankroll do you need to bet full time? We've we went over that. If the line continues to move in your favor, should you continue to take the points? 
example, line opens at 11 and moves to 12 through the day, or does that show us? If you believe in your base strategy and that happens, Omar, Fine. keep firing. Okay, but the problem is if you're, if you're, if you just randomly off the TV go plus 11 is good here because you watch, I can't imagine watching the TV to pick winners. Like, sorry if anyone does that, but if you, if you do that, I, I would, <laughs> I don't know. But if, if you have a good base foundation with whatever you're looking at, keep firing. You have to, because if you believed in, in it at 11 and there's no new info and now it's 12, you're just missing value if you don't bet the 12, if you think about it. Now, could, now is there, are you on a misread, maybe on that 11 in the long run, probably, but that's not the point. The point is you're currently staring at 12 and you know that that's good or 13. And I get into those spots a lot. Like I have, I'll keep talking about yesterday. I mean, I should talk about losses too. I can't just talk about wins. I had, how many games that just, I had, so Old Dominion, I kept firing on that one. one. I kept firing on the other one that Fine. first moved. I lost with Buffalo. And then Pacific and, and we've already talked about Pacific and what was the other one? Oh yeah, Marshall. That was the, <laughs> that one. I kept firing at that on that one. That was so, but I believed in the plays and I, I still think if we did the games infinite times, things might've worked out for me or at worst break even. Um, so yeah, believe in yourself. Keep firing if it gets better. That's what we do. This is, this is great. I have your picks, so right now I'm doing 25 a bet. So your bankroll should be... Fine. Somewhere around 1,000. How much bankroll do you need to make it a day job? Wow, we didn't get this question once last video, and now we've had it. This is the fifth time. I'm going to post this, so rewatch it. No, but like the team in the video. No, but like the team in the video. What? Sorry. The team in the video placing bets. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Team in the video. We, we place bets all over the country. And a lot of times too, we do a lot that we didn't show in the video and we very, we, we, we try to show enough in the video, but I, I do have people placing bets in, even right now in Vegas, I'll put the tickets up, I'll cover the ones that, that we that we can give out free. It was one NBA, um, or no, it was, it was, they went to go bet one NBA max and two college, one of them moved, Nebraska's 12 and a half now, 12 I think at Pinnacle, uh, so hopefully you guys got that in. But I, they might've gotten Nebraska, I don't know, I'll look when I get off of this. But once I bet in, at Circa, that put the whole ball in motion to, to, okay, why did it move? You know, cause everyone was probably looking at that. I don't know. I don't know. Or somebody else bet it. Have you ever bet on Mike, a loyal, he's been with us for four years. Have you ever bet on Diamond Sportsbook credit accounts? Diamond, Diamond was... 
No, I think I... Diamond, this is like six... This is a long time ago if it's the same one. Diamond. They're with Chris, right? I think I think I bet there, but I think I actually put, posted the money up. And it, and it ended bad. It ended real bad where I... Some guy emailed me, he's like, good, work, good job on your success, here's your money. But Diamond's with Chris, right? It was one of the, like, sub... I guess they're either bankrolling them or helping them to get started. Or they were. This was... I want to say this was like seven Fine. years ago, but yeah, I, 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 I vaguely remember that. And when the guy sent the email, it was very polite. You know, it wasn't like, get the F out of here. It's a business decision. It was, first of all, I want to say thank you for your success, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and cash you out. Or no, I think they moved the money over to Chris. They said, well, you can bet there. We don't, we, we, it's very polite backing out. Okay, I didn't hear answer. What amount of bankroll do you recommend having to make this your job? Uh, sixth time. We did go over this. This is crazy. See, a lot of you guys want to do this full time. Am I motivating you? Because six times we've had that question. Replay the replay the video because it's it's a question where it depends on on exactly what you're betting. And we went into how pregame opinion bets can't match the EV of high volume market discrepancies and how you could turn, how 500 could quickly be turned into a lot. We, we covered that. And how a guy could, on the reverse side, I'll say this, a guy could start with, with 10, try to bet his own plays and it's, it's, it's probably not gonna work. I think with mine it will work. I think with mine it's good because we have so much volume at an edge but the key is volume with an edge and a big and the bigger edge the better so if you don't have that volume and you're just trying to bet your lock of the day for your whole small bankroll you're 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 not getting the ev needed to make this work it's all it, it all comes down to expected value and then you need you need to be honest with yourself on what your expected value is to determine what type of money you're going to make and, and how quick you can grow your bankroll. And I feel too, by one or 2%, you'll never, you'll, your risk of ruin is, is you, you won't bust. Your chances to drop half your bankroll at one or 2% with something successful is, 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 is it's not like, Fine. so a lot of stuff there. Do you bet horse races? No. Right before you made this a career, how much did you come in, come in with bankroll? Yeah, man, you guys are pumped today to make this, huh? Make it work. Get on my picks tomorrow for sure, because coming with that fire. I think I had, when I started doing the arbitrage, I think I had, well, I had a box at Fiesta Rancho, and it had, it had a couple, or it had like 100,000. No, I had like 150,000. So I was pretty, I was pretty bankrolled to go into it. But like I was saying, I did arbitrage. That's all I did the, the first couple of years, two, two and a half years. What, it, what that means is in one sports book, for those of you that don't know, in one sports book, you can take even money. And this is available right now all across the world, by the way. And then in the other place, you can take plus 115 on the team they're playing and you make money no matter who wins the game. This is what I, I was doing only this. So I was taking no risk. The only risk I would have is um, not getting one of those sides in, but I, I never got really one-sided. I 
it was so rare. And then if I did get one sided, I could, I could still quickly get out of the bed. And and it wasn't enough. Even if I got one sided, I left it open because it wasn't enough money that it would have broke me, if that side of the bed lost because I I had pretty good money, if that makes sense. One more question about what bankroll you need. I'm going to go crazy. How do you go about getting your best of the best picks? Very structured. I'm very, very structured. I have a, I have a, I have a whole system to do that. It's a lot. What are your free plays tonight? I have, it's gone. So don't bet Nebraska with 12 and a half or 12 uh, because my free picks tonight were were Nebraska with 13 and a half and it's gone so it's it's kind of irrelevant and and you have to have this mentality okay I can't match that price no and then some places Circa had a five on Dallas so I was going against the move there or not Dallas Utah I laid five with Utah and it's currently sitting at five and a half and six so there really, there's no free plays tonight. Is it better to bet the favorite or the underdog long-term? Underdogs in, in major sports have just a little bit more of value, but, it, but it's thin. I mean, guys have tracked it. You could, it, maybe it's like 50.2 to 49.8, but in the major sports, you do want to focus on, and my, by the way, my person did just get this NBA playing, I, I see on the screen. Um, I'll just assume it's them moving the because they move to their beds. Uh, is it better? Yeah, okay. Fine. Uh, how is the tax situation being a professional or being a sharp professional? Pay your taxes. <laughs> that's see, that's one thing you you definitely need to pay your taxes or your life will. Definitely, not paying your taxes is. I know what the only thing worse than that would be going. Well, you would go to prison, a health scare, a major health scare. Saw your your video on YouTube in Colorado. Can you explain the burner phones for betting? Just multiple, multiple uh, phones for different. Just Half so time from a different login or different phone. Off topic. Are you also investing? Yeah. I have I have a lot of houses. I have I have like thirty I have thirty six houses. Where do you see value in all the upcoming conference tournaments? Tough it's this tough question. Tough. I mean you'll see. Keep following us, you'll see the ones we give. I wish I was going to those games. Have any of the books in Colorado Colorado backed you out for winning and tried to keep the money? Yes. Yes. Yep. Two. One of them actually kept it. True story. Happens though. Why don't you bet totals as much? I'm not a totals guy. Just joined this week. You talked about risk management. This is what made me buy into the system. John and Dave are fire. Thanks, Mr. John. Mr. Mr. Jonas. Jonas. Couple of the couple of our plays. One of them just moved back. One of them worse. I'm looking while I'm talking to you guys. Definitely get get in. 
And then tomorrow, the real exciting day is tomorrow. The sitting ducks will have NBA. Oh, that's exciting. We'll have like 28, 29 plays. Funny thing is I could go 0 and 29 and maybe be break even for the 13 days. How great, how great is that, huh? But I'm not, I'm really 29 and 0. I don't, I don't, anytime you guys ask me about these, these smaller golf or NASCAR or just because I don't do it, it doesn't mean Fine. you shouldn't give it a shot. It's not as, like I said, it's not as liquid. It's, it's, the takeout will be higher. It's, I don't know what you're exactly going to look at to beat it, but guys are beating it. So give it a shot. And just because I don't do it, does it, there's, there's many reasons I don't do it that, and it has nothing to do with you guys, but I do think all markets are, there's, there's, you can, you can win with market inefficiencies or, or your opinion. Half time. Um, but I, I just can't, I can't get into those. Is it sharp to focus on PGA tour events? Everything's sharp. If there's a market, do it. You'll figure it out for us. Have you ever, oh, you already asked that. Do you ever bet first period hockey totals? No, but that's the type of thing that's, you should bet to build your bankroll. I mean, do you ever bet first period hockey totals? Fine. Do you think the sports books are monitoring first period hockey totals? Go for it. That's where you're going to get your volume in. You're going to shop around on those on all six apps and you're going to find plus 120 on something that's even money. That's how you're going to do that all day long. Just sit there from morning to night doing that. You'll build your bankroll. Promise you. I don't give bad information or bad advice. Half time. Like those kind of things, my man. Or woman, I don't know. Yes, they sent us Nebraska to answer your question. Do you, do you pay yourself every week from the, from the profits? No, that's square, right? No, I just, no, that's a square question. Cause not, I mean, it's, it, I can't imagine. Okay. I, I got, I'm going to pay myself transfer over, but I guess that's how I should do it. I just kind of keep it all in accounts and spend whatever I need for, for whatever I need. And I don't spend a lot of money. I should have a chain and all that, but that's why Spencer liked me. The first thing he said is, where's your chain? And I said, what? And he goes, and he goes, Fine. doesn't everybody have chains and, 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 uh, yachts. And I was like, what? Crazy, man. I was going to ask you who they were with diamond. I think, I think they were, they were, they diamond was with Chris. And then I think they didn't, they stiffed somebody and, I don't know. There was a lot of it's. It was in the forums. I remember reading it a long time ago, uh, but I had already had my money by then and wasn't. I wasn't worried about it. But I, I did hear they stiffed somebody. I didn't. I, it was a reputable person that said it, and yeah, you could you could see where they Fine. stand now. Go to go to go to sbrlines.com and check and check their rating guide. It's pretty good. Um, they'll they'll tell you which ones to stay away from and. Why is there a good bonus there or something? Why do you have a hard on for them? Just curious. Questions are being repeated too much because everyone logs in at different times. You should receive questions by email. Hey guys. Today, Akron and Ohio game has an over under of 133. That seemed low and the public began heavily betting the over but the 133 didn't move seems to be under. So you're, you're 
first of all, if they're betting early in the day like that, I, it's usually sharp guys. And now if you want to go contrarian on, if you want to go contrarian on a, on an Akron, Ohio college basketball total, be careful there. I, I, I would, cause something like that, it, guys are beating at more than the two units we talked about a week for sides. So I would have an, here's what you do there. Let's say it gets bet up to 135. Just shop around and let's say, let's say the sharp places have 135, 135 and a half. Just try to find a 136 and a half or a 137. And then you can comfortably bet under knowing with no opinion attached at all or any other fundamentals, your bet is break even in theory because you're getting a point which offsets the 10 cents in juice with each half point worth six to seven cents. So if you get an extra point, that's 14 cents of value, you're paying 10. You have a break even or, or plus EV bet straight off the top with nothing else there. So you don't really have to worry. But if you pay market for something like that, I, I, would, I don't know if it's good. I, I don't know because I just know guys I just know because you can see those totals sometimes move seven points and then it still flies way over and you're going, the hell are they looking at, you know? Is there a package between the partnership and your 30-day pass? Get, we'll get back to you. Was your initial 150000 bankroll your life roll? Yeah. Yeah. Mixture of both. I've always mixed both. I've always mixed both. Man, I need to get in better shape. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I have some strength, but if I had to go run, if I had to run five miles or go to the pool with my shirt off, it'd be kind of, man, I'd be, I'm slacking a little bit. What are key times to watch lines? It's a pretty good question. Good, good one, TJ. Uh, you want to watch them overnight. Um, this is when you're, you're kind of JV betters move it right when they, the JV is right when they come out because the limits are 500. Then, then you'll have more of the serious betters doing it after it's expanded. So you, so you have those first few companies and then the JV betters who probably break even or still make uh, one or 2% on them. They're, they're, they're not, their bankrolls aren't as big, but they have an edge. So when they see the 500, and they can bet at three companies, it's a big bet for them and they know what they're doing and they're excited. So I would say those moves aren't as serious. I'm, I'm talking about college basketball, um, but maybe when it, right when it gets expanded, this is when you wanna pay attention. And then first thing in the morning, uh, 8.30 Pacific time, that's a key hour, that hour. And then things kind of die off until right around post, an hour, be, an hour, to post that's a good question hey i have investment properties can you teach me how to get rich quick okay and now if our, if our questions go downhill love you ryan if you sign up for two weeks do you get most of tomorrow's plays well if you sign up you'll get all of them and we're we're gonna have like last week we had we had Last week we had so many. If you combined NBA, it was it was at least twenty, um, and I think tomorrow will be the same. I, I'm pretty excited. These Saturdays seem to do well. We get a lot of good value. I'm not a genius. Okay, okay it's, the questions are going. How rich are you? 
The questions are getting... He showed you the cappers on IG. What do you think of them? They're just, they're, I know what they're doing. They're, they're, they yell, they scream. And it's actually hilarious. I, I think it's funny on some of those, but they're more WWE characters. I mean, they don't bet. They don't, it, someone could put a page, say they do this, say they do that. And they're just, they're more of like, yeah, like WWE. It's hard to max bet things, show market respect, because this means you've built up to this, you're, you're authentic. But I could, I mean, some of these, like the one guy, he screams and yells and, and he'll go in front of his TV with his shirt off. But he has a nice page. I, I could see how people are fooled. But there's one thing you'll notice. They never show one example of moving a line anywhere. They don't. You won't see them go, okay, we're over here at, at Pinnacle. Critical we're going to max bet this, watch it move. They don't bet. They're, they're just, they're actors. So, But I know what they're doing. They're trying to get sales, but they don't, they're, they're actors. They're saying they're doing what I'm actually doing. So it's, it's, it's funny. I think it's funny. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I'm not going to lie to you guys. When I see that guy, that finer, I watch him, was beating his chest, and then he ran in the snow with his shirt off. I think it's funny. I mean, it's enter it's entertainment, but I'm here to make money and deliver a good product. I'm not, but if but if I can get a good laugh at something, yeah, it was pretty funny, you know. Or when they met up in in Vegas and they were going and popping bottles. All right, that's great. But I mean, I want to I want to see market influence bets. I don't want to talk about. It. I want to do it. I actually do it. Like I'm a real sports better, so it's it's I can't. I don't. I just it, it. I look at it as pure entertainment, you know. It's the one I go through for your local. Oh, so they're doing credit. Yeah, they're doing play. credit. You're saying Diamond's doing credit. But if but then you don't have to worry about it if your local guy's reputable. He's going to pay you either way. Steam play. And, and you're at the mercy of what companies he has if you guys. Basically, you're, you want to strengthen your credit agents too. We should go over this. You want, you want guys that can get you multiple companies to bet with, not just one. Because this... This either would put more money in your pocket or you would lose less. The more you, the more outs you have, and the more you can shop around. I think Mike is in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this. You are in Cal. You're in California. In California, I think we talked before. Any benefits of the program Fine. you use compared to other data sites like Odds Jam? Don Best is way better. Don, you can't even. Don Best is way better and and okay i will say one thing i don't want to watch jam but don vest is better than everyone so um no no strategy for that where do you see value and we went over that steam play do will and ben still work for you they don't work for me they work with me miss mckenna uh, Pepperdine in Pacific got killed yesterday. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and the, and here, okay, here's the thing too. Uh, I'm saying thanks with a smile on my face. I could, I could lose. I mean, since we've, we've done this since January, it was like the fifth. We've already had a five in a row lose, losing run. We had a seven in a row winning run, winning run. Don't quote. Yeah, those. I'm sure on those two, 
we've had multiple three and four. We, it's been pretty extreme. Like it hasn't just been a win and a, it, it's just been, it's been, it's been extreme one way or the other. It's been, it's been kind of, you know, you would think, okay, a couple win, one loses, another one loses, three win. You know, it's been kind of some big swings for one play. We'll say that. Okay. Every other, uh, he's, I don't know. I can't remember. I'd have to think about that one if every other underdog covered last March Madness. After basketball season, what do you bet on? How many months of the year do you make a living gambling? Well, I'm trying to go on a vacation at some point. We're, yeah, we're going to do baseball and, and WNBA, but at some point I want a vacation. Okay, these are the ones. I want to get into that, the crypto betting. I haven't, but it's funny you said that. I was thinking all yesterday and today I need to get more into the crypto betting. Okay, some of these I'm just not even going to respond to. No. Miss you too. Odds gems, algorithms are full. Okay, maybe you're trying to market that. I, I don't know. I, I'll look what that is.